Welcome to the Love Cars on the Grid podcast, your global motorsport roundup with me, Tiffany Dell and Paul Woodman. Welcome to Love Cars on the Grid, your global motorsport podcast. There were three major events over the weekend. Three. One was in Formula One, one was in NASCAR, where yes. most of the Formula One stuff was actually off the track, the drama. NASCAR was drama on the track to the very last corner. And of course, it was your birthday weekend as well. So many happy <laughs> returns to you, Tiff Nadell. What was the birthday weekend like? Well, thank you very much. Well, 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 very good, apart from the fact that the mighty Southampton lost when we were away at Crystal Palace, met the boys at a nice uh, Cajun uh, spare ribs, a few red striped beers to go with the red striped shirts, and um, and then we got lost 1-0. Should have lost 3-0 in the first half. We should have won 3-0 in the second half. Typical Southampton Palace. Great game. And actually, if you're not a football fan, I love going to the away games because all the home crowd, our boys are together. But those old-fashioned city centre grounds, there's so much atmosphere. Crystal Palace, wonderful place like Watford, Fulham. Um, and you go to these awful West Ham, uh, you know, huge Olympic stadium with no atmosphere, no history, no uh, awful cold places. So I enjoy going to Crystal Palace because it's a great uh, place to go to. But uh, people that don't understand football don't have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but moving on to people. Moving on back to our main sport, motorsport. Well, we're going to start off the track because it was Mexico for the weekend, Formula One, of course. But most of the drama was off the track and it's all kicking off all over the place. Where do you want to start? Because well, it's such a shame. Well, it really began with with Christian Horner's, you know, great oh, reluctantly. I reluctantly agree. Um, I think I think the whole Red Bull because we'll go on to Max later. They just got to walk away from. They've got to understand that they're not very liked after Abu Dhabi. It's not their fault, but it happened. Um, and they just try to justify themselves all the time. I mean. Going back to Abu Dhabi, even Mercedes, they sort of walked away from the appeal. Eventually, they said, no, for the good of motorsport, no, we're not going to carry on the appeal for a year. They might have won it in 12 months' time if they continued the appeal. Um, but Christian seemed determined to defend everything like he's been personally attacked. And it just makes it worse. I think if only you would just say, OK, yeah, we, we messed up our books. We accept the punishment. Let's move on. He just needs to do that once in his lifetime in, instead of sort of taking everything as a personal attack on him and his workers and his workers' children at school. And um, I mean, what I do think, you think? I mean, I think I'd it's even worse just... than that. I think it's even worse than that because not only will he not admit it, he's just so defensive. And it's just, That's I think it's are. irritating a lot of people Yeah, uh, because... And then he's trying to justify it, saying, well, we were only 432,000 over if you don't include the nominal tax credits. But actually, if you look at the bigger picture, they're completely different because they're about three and a bit million. They they submitted their books and they were about they put it that they were about three and a bit million under the cap. And then they're found to be about one point six million over the cap. So that's a difference of five million in discrepancy. So that's not. In my opinion, that doesn't sound like bad accounting. That, to me, sounds well, like that. you're trying to cook the bit books and do something wrong. <laughs> I, I didn't that's understand. A like, yeah, I didn't understand something that I heard this weekend that, that all the other teams did a dummy run in 2020, and Red Bull were the few companies that didn't do a dummy run. So I mean, obviously, you know that they they made it over. So they've cocked it up, you know. But you can just say that. Look, yeah, we exactly. cocked it up. We didn't understand this. We did. We're sorry. We cocked it up. You know, it wasn't a massive advantage, although some people might say it is a massive advantage, you know, and, and we take the punishment and we'll move on. That's all he had to say. 
instead yeah. of reluctant, you know. But then, of course, you know, <laughs> Max comes in. Oh, and, and this Ted Kravitz quote. And so all the headlines were about, you know, Horner upset about the punishment and re rejecting it, and then Max refusing. Then nobody from Red Bull would speak to Sky because of what Ted said at the uh, in the USA Grand Prix, you know, where he, he said that, you know, looking back and somehow, I don't know what the sentence was, but he said, robbed. you know, Lewis was robbed. Yeah. Oh, and then Max, go again, Max, you're the world champion, Max. You're double world champion now. Just laugh about you know, it. Laugh. There will always be controversial, Max. You must understand, Max, yeah. that, you know, in retrospect, the FIA said that Mr. Massey made a mistake. So to some people, they will translate that to they were robbed. Max, let me, tell you, big, let me, let me just go back to Abu Dhabi. Let me tell you Walk a couple of things here. It. Let me tell you a couple of things. Absolutely, I can categorically say, I'll bet my mortgage on it, that number one, Lewis Hamilton, like him or not, and I, I like him, but I, he's, a bit, you know, he's a bit of a, a, bit, a bit of an acquired taste sometimes. Yes. How magnanimous he was in yeah. defeat. You would never, ever, ever yeah. have got Max Verstappen doing yeah. that. He would have been throwing and throwing his toys all over the place. Lewis Hamilton went up to him after and congratulated him. His father yeah. went up and congratulated him. There yeah. were hugs for, for them. Unbelievable sportsmanship where he's just be, he, he and he was robbed because the FIA have said they made a mistake. That's number one. And number two, I would bet my house that Red Bull wouldn't have dropped this that claim if it's the other way around. It's exactly the other way around. And Red Bull are fantastic. We 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 mentioned last week what they've done for sports people all over the world. The brand's yeah. amazing, the, what yeah. they do for people is amazing. And, and clearly, Max is one of the most talented racing drivers ever in the world. But I just yeah. wish I'd sometimes just say. You know. Know what? We are normal and we make mistakes and, and come on, let's ride with it and, and let's let's move on. But it's you're right, it's so defensive all the time, so unnecessarily defensive. I mean, you, you can't write it out of the history and forever, you know, when you read back in 50 years' time, you know, the, the 2021 championship was marred by a controversial end to the season. It will always be a, a mark in the history books, whether Max likes it or not. You know, and it's, I know it wasn't Max's fault, Max is just a brilliant awesome. driver. Yeah. With a with a slightly weird temperament, which we've often criticised. I mean, I was reading some of the Twitter. Apparently, a Dutch paper, sort of Dutch TV, accused um, Lewis of trying to murder Max Silverstone in there because they always bring that up. Well, he would have won the championship if Lewis hadn't tried to murder him. But of course, Lewis was punished for that uh, incident. You know, it's it's a shame. I just want us all to forget it and move on. Okay, just well, we're not going to forget so it. Just yet. So, in terms of punishments, do you think that was enough punishment? I've no idea. I, I honestly don't care. Seven <laughs> million, know, seven million. Care, but... <laughs> and I've really, I've really lost interest. I mean, how, how do you evaluate? You know, I mean, did it actually improve the car? It probably didn't. Looking back, I know you could say that. You know, three million pounds, you could have. You know, another ten floors to your new car. It might have made the car a bit quicker. I somehow doubt it. You know, and I think well, I think it's more of a bad accounting by the company rather than. Again, the word cheating. I mean, I used the word cheat. You know, they cheated. Um, what is the word cheats? Cheats uh, official. If you make an, uh, an innocent oversight, I suppose you're not cheating. It's a weird word. But no, I just want to move on. I re I, I've no idea how to quantify Okay, well, some punishment. people said on Twitter, they said, so if you spend more money, you get fined more money, but then you win more money. So why doesn't everyone cheat? Okay, <laughs> that wasn't me. That was just on Twitter. But I'm with you. I think we, I think we need to move on. Um, so Christian Horner did say when he was talking to giving interviews, others probably to the BBC, not to Sky. He said that it's the, the wind tunnel pen penalty is the big one for them, yeah. of course, because seven yeah. million or whatever it is for them is nothing. Uh, he reckons it's going to be between a quarter of a second and a half a second uh, difference next year, which ah, 
I don't know. I find it hard to believe. And you know what? You know what? This is this leads me on to something beautifully as well. The amount of times we hear people like him saying, "Oh yeah, we're going to be, we're not going to be very competitive on the weekend," or Crofty saying, "Oh, this is going to be so exciting. The last five or six laps now, where the tire degradation falls off, and and you're watching, you're all excited, and you think." Hang on a minute. There's 16 seconds difference here. Are the tires going to fall off that much? They never even fall off. Well, it's, no. Well, we're talking about, the race about later. entertainment. Yeah, such an anticlimax. But uh, right, let's let's talk yeah, about Max, Lewis so Max, because he was in the he was in the headlines as well. Um, a couple of times he was in the headlines. He was in the headlines for um, uh, he was getting booed by the crowd of Mexico. I but don't know still... why they picked him in a Mexico. I suppose he's a Red Bull. I suppose Mexicans are all massive Red Bull fans. Good Checo's in there. Probably got booed because he beat Checker once again embarrassed no, no. Checker. I mean, Checker should be finishing second. You know, that car's so good at the moment. So um, he was fortunate to get the third. But, yeah, the, other Lewis. With, but the other thing with Lewis was uh, this whole Alonso thing as well, because Alonso, <laughs> I think this is a bit naughty. Alonso came out and said, well, Lewis Hamilton only had his uh, teammate to beat with his seven world championships and Max has had the whole field. Yeah. So the champions have champion. He said the championships have less value when you only have your teammate to be. And now this was to a Dutch newspaper, I think last week, wasn't it? And Fernando's a bit like that. He wants, he sees all these headlines of other drivers and he wants to always be in the headlines. Cause he still thinks he's the, you know, the biggest name in formula one. I mean, he is one of the greatest still names in yeah. formula one. Except when he didn't park his car, Fernando. That really annoys me. Annoyed me. Why didn't he just roll a bit we, further? Yeah, yeah, he could have rolled it through yes. the gate. Yeah. And all these drivers, when these virtual spinners are park it, park it, they all seem to just park it. Don't they think if they were a driver racing, how annoyed you'd be if someone had caused a virtual safety car by just, just carelessly not bothering to get the bloody car? Now that we know we have to have virtual safety cars for any stoppage, or even worse, a full safety car, do your best, boys, to get the cars yeah. parked. Absolutely. So, but no, he so, said this to the Dutch paper, and he said they're less value than when you have to fight with a teammate. And Lewis, again, Lewis, his response just said, oh, we had a bit of a giggle about it. Yeah. And apparently he printed a, a he tweeted a, a picture of him on the podium and Alonso <laughs> second with a little thumbs up, you know. So once <laughs> well, again, Lewis didn't go, I know. Exactly. It's funny. He didn't say, and, I'm, um, oh, I'm never going to speak to him again. And Alonso <laughs> did retract it a little bit and said, Look, Yeah, well, I've every- got that quote. Yeah, which which but, is go on, read it. Well, the one he said he did retweet it, saying, "Oh yeah, every championship is wonderful." But he did end up saying he was tired of continuous search for headlines. <laughs> the whole controversy began, Fernando, because you were looking for a headline by um, speaking to a Dutch newspaper and, and, and belittling Hamilton's title. So and look, look, Mercedes did go um, through an incredible purple patch uh, with with Hamilton. <laughs> Well, you remember 1718, Ferrari were dominating. Vettel was leading the championship for yeah. most of most of both, both of those years. Then they then they had yeah. a bit of bad luck, or Lewis just came yeah. through. So it's it, it, it's look back at Mansell with Williams. I mean, it's just it's just every- dominate. Yeah, but well, Senna with McLaren. There's always been dominant years, you know. And that is the way of motorsport. But and the thing about the race was, you know, we finally thought, you know, I even tweeted, we might actually get six cars dicing for the, the lead. Thing. How exciting oh. that be next year? Because Ferrari were just such yeah, if a it happens, massive, massive disappointment again. How amazing would it be if we have, have at least six cars? And the others aren't that far behind now. You know, they're, they're, Well, they are. When you look at the first 10 laps of the race, it looks close really? in qualifying. Yeah. Um, but no, Ferrari were just off the pace and Leclerc had another crash and... Um, they just didn't seem to be... It's such a shame when Mercedes finally get on the pace, Ferrari dropped out of the pace. And then, of course, starting on different tyres. Sometimes I wish they weren't allowed these tyre strategies. I wish they all had to start on the same tyres. Um, but, you know, me, the first... 
after six laps, the front six cars are all just spaced out. I know everybody says all the new regulations when you can follow closer, but I still don't think they can. I think maybe the the, the um, DRS should be a two-second gap. You know, if you're within two seconds, you can have the DRS open. Because how many over how many times we see them down that huge long straight? Because probably after the DRS detection, there's all that fiddly bit through the great big stadium. Um, 30,000 people watching great big Grand Prix cars going around corners about 30 miles an hour. <laughs> Um, but nobody hardly ever overtook down that huge long straight, even with the DRS open. So if we have to have DRS, I think we should have it for two seconds. But everyone's spread out. But then, of course, us innocent little TV viewers, we're told by the great graphics, the red tires only last 15 laps. They maxed at about 25, didn't they? And then the yellows, it's, it's, the yellows. They're, they're calling the us, they're treating us like idiots. I know, I know. And we think this is going to be good. If Lewis yeah. is on the right tire. It's right at the end. Yep. The yellows are going to go off. And, we, and even the um, McLaren pit wall, when Lewis said, I think we're on the wrong tyres, and the engineer said, back, no, we're on, we think we're on the right tyres. Mercedes pit wall, not McLaren, but yes. Mercedes, I always get Mercedes and McLaren. McLaren at least McLaren Mercedes. Um, <laughs> but that's what ruined it for me, because we were lured into this belief that it's all going to be exciting when the tyres uh, wear out and the, you know, the, the, the Red Bulls have to pit for some reds and maybe... I was thinking that they might drop just behind, but then Max would come out on reds with yeah. Lewis and tired whites, and it could yeah. have been, it could have been, could have been, could have been. Instead, it was a damp squid of a race oh, in the end. So Dallas with, was it the most boring race of the year? Fourteenth win for Max. You mustn't go past without mentioning that because that's an amazing achievement. You know, I mean, Senna didn't manage that with McLaren, but he had Prost as his teammate and not hang Perez. On a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa! Um, I'm not taking anything away because it is a phenomenal achievement. Most points and most most wins in a year, and he'll, he'll continue to add to that. But there's a lot more Grand Prix now than when Senna and Prost were racing in a season. Well, yes. yes, I know. I know. So it's it's a bit like footballers when they have cats percentage now. wise. Percentage it's a, wise, it's a bit like footballers or rugby players when they when they have the international guys have a lot more caps because there's just so many more games yeah. back in the day yeah. when that is true. Yeah. Well, but, first year still a phenomenal eight Grand Prix. It I'm is. not taking have, anything away because he has been the most dominant. And only look, uh, look at him against uh, Checo, his his teammate is. Yeah. I mean, embarrassing for Checo. And if you had two Checos in the team. Just think, Red Bull wouldn't even be performing. Red Bull would be yep. wouldn't even be turning up to races. Ferrari would have been down battling up, battling out with Mercedes now for second place, for yep. first place. Incredible. But it was. But George was George was having his rants on the radio again. I quite like it. He also, we always say he looks like the innocent schoolboy, but he was determined. I wanted Reds. I want Reds. And he was pushed. I think it seemed like that when Lewis first went out, they seemed to reckon the whites were brilliant because he was staying with Max on yeah. Reds at that stage still. A wasn't tenth, it? a tenth quicker. Yeah, and so they sort of then just bought in poor old George. He wanted to switch to Reds. In fact, at the end of the race, when Ricardo had this amazing fight back on Reds, you know, it looked like George maybe had the right idea and maybe they should have gone much quicker and put him out on some Reds to also change the strategy between the two cars. But that's the whole um, thing. Toto Wolf said before, we're going to, we're, we're going to mix it up. So oh, that's he? what we all thought, yeah. Mm. So I thought there was going to be one on Hards and one on Reds. Yeah, one on yeah. And, and take a bit of a punt because otherwise he was only ever going to finish fourth place or third place at best. And going back to Daniel Ricciardo, I can't help but think, and probably millions of other people as well, 
why didn't he show this type of form or this type of um, energy in his previous races? Because he was magnificent. Well, he, well, he qualified better. It was a track that suited him because he qualified 11th, you know, so he wasn't so far back down the field. So it's it's quite like some tracks, in you know, the fast-flowing tracks, like, of course, Monza when he won the Grand Prix, poor Orlando having led the team all year. Um, so maybe it's just a track he enjoys. It was a shame he had to barge poor Yuki out. Yuki was having one of his better yeah. races. I mean, I think 10 seconds maybe wasn't enough. Yuki didn't think it was. I mean, that was a horrendous laugh for a Grand Prix driver. It just ruined his, just, his yeah. race, yeah. I um, agree, 10 seconds wasn't enough. In my but opinion. he came through to, you know, to be the best of the rest. Um, right, I want to talk about something. We just, we just touched on the tyres with George. I want to talk about something because I am really, I, I think it's wrong that um, you can pit with a, with a lap to go change your tyres and get the fastest lap. They, they, of course it, it is. Doesn't, it doesn't seem right. It doesn't well, seem... Well, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Dump that stupid idea. I wish, I wish, it will happen one day, um, but it hasn't happened yet. I wish somebody had a bad pit stop and they dropped the place and they, they lost more than the, the one point. I really... <laughs> well, did, wish... no, that did happen. Who came in somewhere and then came uh, out? Yeah, it did. I can't remember who it was. A year ago, yeah, didn't it? Been, it was Charles a Ferrari. I'm sure it was a Ferrari. Yeah, yeah it was about to be a Ferrari. I have to Chocolate. be a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> But I'd I get rid of that stupid point. Well, I've, a, a point for fastest lap has been in and out of Grand Prix racing ever since it began in 1950. I think you know, some years they had it and then they dropped it again. Then had point for pole, and I, well, I just would drop it completely. It's a stupid thing, well, unnecessary. Look, either way, if you want to have point for fast lap, great with me. But don't have it if you come into pit for for new tyres within the last two laps yeah. or something. So uh, yeah. right, yeah, we I agree. Think- We're going to dump that. Yeah. Um, Alex Albon had a good run. Just a couple of other mentions. I mean, everybody else was sort of Bottas had a drop backwards as he always does in the race. He's never quite racy. <laughs> he just enough, hasn't got that race he? temperament, has I he? Think I how good Alfa Romeo could be because yeah. I don't think Valtteri's a, a, a superstar driver, and certainly don't think um, you Yao is either. Where would um, Alfa Romeo finish yeah. if Max Verstappen was driving for them? Yeah. Where, where, where would they finish? I'm asking you the question. Well, sixth probably. I mean, seventh, so? seventh. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe gets fifth and sixth. Yeah. Um, Aston Martins, you know, one minute you think flipping hell, they're on, you know, we saw Vettel battling away in America and all looking good, and then they end up 14th and 15th. So I'm not saying you know, you, know, you share your birthday with Lance, Lance Aston Martin. Yes, Lance, happy birthday, Lance, for Saturday. Same as me, today, Slight, slightly th- younger. And today's Derek Bell, who's slightly older, yeah, only ever since Derek is slightly older. Yeah, I think I think the Fernando Alonso is going to end in tears. I don't know why. It's a horrible feeling, Fernando. It's not going to go well with us. I hope it does, but um, I, I fear that we're going to have another Fernando bad bad choice. Well, the bank balance looks good, Fernando, so I wouldn't worry too much. So yes, a disappointing race, a massive drama from Mexico, and we really need somehow somehow move on and bury all those hatchets. It's always going to be a question about the history books, as I said. But um, we've got to start looking forward to forgetting about it. And guess what? It was another record-breaking crowd. Every was single it? Grand Prix now is a record-breaking crowd. But I think there's only like, oh, it must be more than that. But they said about 80,000 people watching. But it'd be more than that on Sunday. There was 350,000. Yeah. Well, the Mexicans are just mad. Any motorsport, they're mad for them. They've got that incredible uh, baseball stadium. I don't think it is a baseball stadium anymore. That's what it was built for. 
to just fill the crowd. They were just cheering every time Chico went by. <laughs> Chico, he's got uh, Chico. Yeah, we did Chico. That's another thing I'll do. If I was if I was Christian Horner, who's now not talking to Sky Sports, who who seems to have really pleased a lot of people on uh, on Twitter by not speaking to Sky Sports because it was getting a bit over the top. Um, uh, Chico, get someone else in. He's not. Yeah, he's, but there aren't many others. I mean, yeah, but there aren't many others. Who would you put in? You know, only Lando Norris is about the only person I'd try and steal if I was Red Bull. Otherwise, to be honest, I mean, you're better off with a safe Checo than a... Who? Who? Who would you put in then? Come on. Come on. You're Christian Horner for a day. Well, well I'm not... Who, I'm probably who are not going to steal? I'm probably not going to be doing Caterham next year. So, you know, I might be available. Right. Are we moving on from um, Formula 1? Before we go to NASCAR, which was pretty epic, um, I have to say. Got a couple of other things I want to talk to you about as well. Yeah. Um, so... Porsche Carrera Cup in Asia, and I know you saw this, but we spoke about for the last several weeks about using runoff and then oh. coming back on, uh, not a safe re-entry, and it happened again. It happened again, and it's just such so disrespectful for everybody involved because you're terrible going off the, going off the track using the, the, the escape road or where. I mean, he whatever. was pushed off, but fair enough, you know that happens but in still, motorsport. It you does, know. but come it back on give in an excuse, manner. yeah. He just comes back on, apps, obviously red mist. Full comes throttle, back on. because yeah. he was on the tarmac, so he didn't have to lift, so he stayed full throttle. And just, just I mean, and he wrote off five Porsche 911s. So he wrote, he did about half a million pounds for the damage, at least, you know, um, and other people's cars and other people's and just, races. Just, look, so the money is obviously important, unless you're wealthy like you, but um, it's, it's, <laughs> more, it's more about, you're just ruining people's weekends and you know, dreams and titles and... Speaking of titles, should we go to WRC? Because there was a title, wasn't there? Was it? We got that to talk about? No, it was no. years, weeks ago. Oh, yeah, it was no, all, it's all over. It's all over. It's all over. <laughs> Let's what move a... on to NASCAR. You wanted drama on the track. The Martinsville <laughs> race was absolutely packed full. So somebody um, I know said that it was the best Ever, 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 ever overtake, ever, ever, forever, ever. Forever, forever. Forever. But we have to go right back to the sort of the build-up and okay. what was going on in the race. That's what that's that, all about. Way. It's long that, bits. I might have said that, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so we're now, we're, 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 it's this championship, the playoffs. And so we, it, at the moment, there's eight drivers still in it, and it was going to drop to four after Martinsville. So only four drivers could get through to be, be the champion next week um, over in, uh, where are they going? Got it written down, Phoenix. So, but one drive was straight. So Joe Logano was already in because he won a race. And Chase Elliott was virtually he had so many points. It's all about the points. And points are scored by what positions you finish in, in each race ahead of other drivers. So two people virtually in anyway. But three drivers, Ryan Blaney, Chase Briscoe and um, Christopher Bell, were so far behind the points, they had to win to get in. So you've got that element, just three drivers. All that was win. And the two drivers that... Um, if one of those two won, would then battle over who got in for the last on points were Ross Chastain and Denny Hamlin. Now, uh, Ross Chastain has put Denny Hamlin off the track at least three times this year. <laughs> Big shunts. Hamlin sort of you know, said, I'll get him, I'll get him one day when the day comes, don't worry. That's what they do in NASCAR. They wait until the right moment for their revenge. So you had this race going on. I mean, I'm thinking about NASA. I mean, Chase Briscoe, his fuel man didn't pull the fuel out on a pit stop. Things like this, and so that he dropped the fuel can. So poor old driver had to come in when he was in the top three or four and, and go a lap down. But he was battled back from a lap down. And he's now out front leading the race with worn tyres. Um, Timothy Bell, who, who, who um, Christopher Bell, went in for fresh tyres, having been leading. He was running fifth. So Christopher Bell on 
fresh tyres. He's trying to catch the lead on old tyres. Meanwhile, uh, Hamlin and Chastain had been neck and neck running about 10th place. They're like one point, one position made such a difference. But as long as Chastain was one point behind Hamlin, he would get through and not Hamlin because he had a two point difference yeah. or three point difference. And at one stage, Hamlin ran wide opened the door for uh, Chastain to overtake because he made a mistake and he wouldn't overtake. So he knew that if he got in front of Hamlin, Hamlin would spin him out. So literally he didn't overtake because he knew what Hamlin would do. Wow. And he would build up his last 10 laps. You've got the back of the That's all acceptable on, in NASCAR. Yeah, yep. Yeah, that's the wow. way they do it. So you've got this about 10 laps to go. You've got some Bell catching the, the worn out, tired Briscoe at the lead battle for the lead to see who was going to get through a win alone when Christopher Bell got through to win. Meanwhile, Hamlin had got up to about fifth place while um, Chastain was down in tenth. Now, that meant that by about what, two positions, Hamlin was going to go through. So every every time you overtake one car, make up one position, the points comes down from fourth and three to two. So, so we're building up. So Hamlin is virtually, OK, one lap to go. You're going to make it on points. You're four points ahead of Chastain. Chastain has a gap in front of him. He can't overtake anybody else in that last lap. It's all over for Ross Chastain. After all that effort thing, Denny Hamlin is going to go through. So, Ross Chastain, on the last lap, going down the back straight up to turns three and four, and this is real tight. Half, I imagine they go around the apex about 70 miles an hour, 80 miles an hour. I don't know what scoring speeds are, but it's low. No, the actual, you go around, it's half a mile. You imagine half a mile. So Ross Chastain, down the back straight in fourth gear, where everybody else was now braking and popping down to third gear, he stayed full throttle, went up to fifth gear and just nailed it into the wall. And if you, everybody must have seen that. Have you seen it, surely, this morning? Have you of course seen I've it? seen it. It looked like something everybody out of a car's movie. You know, the movie yeah. cars. It looked because like the a... speed differential was absolutely ridiculous. It and he just rattled around real. the wall, didn't lift. And he overtook five cars. In fact, the last one he overtook was Pearl Denny Hamlin. It was about it was about a yard short of the finish line, thinking I'm in the points. And then this barge came by. I mean, it was just stunning. I mean, apparently some of the it's something on on Playstations or on computer games that apparently people have done. Apparently Ross Chastain said he did it, he was five years old. A lot of people on, on Twitter now have said, yeah, it's a it's a standard trick that they've had to ban from computer games because you know you can't do that. And some of the stock car boys in England, even the short oval tracks, as it's been done uh, around um, some of the circuits in Britain, um, and they've actually banned it. I think they'll have to ban it from now because, you know, Chastamini got away with it. So for those but, who know, didn't see it, he literally, literally rode along the wall. So his uh, full throttle starts coming off and he's just uh, against the wall. Flat let out. go of the steering wheel. He let the wall steer him. That's what he said. <laughs> just let the wall steer him. What did you say I about mean, the melons? I love that quote. Uh, oh, yeah, yes, another tweet. My tweet's been quoted in some American magazine of worldwide tweets because I pointed out that he's, he's well known because he was a former a melon farmer. But I thought, I'm not sure about a melon farmer. I reckon his balls are the size of melons to do that. <laughs> Me too. I mean, it's, wow. and they'll have to stop it because, you know, he got away with it, basically. I mean, if he's took 140 miles an hour and everybody else is doing, you know, 70 miles an hour. You know, that just you know, it can't be done again. So I don't know how quite the right the rule, but uh, maybe you're allowed to ride the wall for a third of the corner. But uh, but I mean, it was just it something was, that was just... it was pretty epic. It was very good. Uh, but so I... he got through. So he's made the playoffs. 
So, so what happens, who's that, in the playoffs now, Tiff? What, what happens? So to Joe them? Lagana and Chase Elliott were already in, and then uh, Christopher Bell by winning because he was out of it. Um, in fact, he won. I think he got through from the last twelve to the last eight by winning a race when he was already out on the points. So amazing thing by Christopher. So Christopher the Toyota. Uh, we've got two Fords now, haven't we? Because uh, Joe Lagano, no, two Chevrolets. Elliott, Chase Elliott's the Chevy, and now Chase Ross Chastain the Chevy. So only those four can win the drivers' championship. So, t- so they go to Phoenix. Phoenix, yep. And the person that finishes in the front of the four, whatever place it could be, twenty first, twenty second, twenty third, twenty fourth. Uh, the front finisher of those four drivers will be the champion. That's the way the playoffs go. And that's the way the playoffs create this amazing drama. Do they there. have any team orders? Would, would one take out another or they're all out there for themselves? That would, I think that would be pretty frowned. I mean, they can take each other out. Yeah. Um, I imagine Mr. Hamlin might still want to take out Ross Chastain if he can. Um, unfortunately, it also happened in the Xfinity the night before. Uh, well, it's Gibbs kid, Ty Gibbs, um, last lap, the same track, obviously, the day before the Xfinity races. Uh, he just nailed his teammate to win the race and put his teammate, who would have got through to the Xfinity playoffs, which are also the same system. Um, and he was got booed like mad, but he got his little kid, he's about 19-year-olds, and he's the, he's the son of the Gibbs um, team owner. And he's in uh, the, the big series, the Cup Series, next year. He was actually racing as well in the Cup Series. But he got booed to hell for that little move because he just shunted his teammate out of the lead. And that even, even all the NASCAR boys said, you know, that's you can nudge. It's a sort of you're allowed to tap to, to get them out of shape, which almost uh, British touring cars allow to a certain extent. You're allowed to do a little bump, which just gets them a bit sideways. But you can't just come down and slam dunk them into the wall. <laughs> um, but it was, I mean, it's just, I was just, I was, it was last late last night I saw this happen. I just couldn't. Couldn't believe it. It was the onboards, epic. even more because an onboard yeah, of it's the onboard onboard special, it. yeah. You hear him changing up and you can hear the engine note never changes, it just stays the, flat. The speed differential was the most incredible thing. You just saw <laughs> these cars down the inside on the apex all taken yeah. properly, and he's just right yeah. outside just going <laughs> it was almost like they finished the race and they were just all and they yeah, they were all uh, processional laps so, or something. Anyway, there was Tiff, do you ever see because I don't watch most NASCAR, do you ever ever see a breakaway where the lead car will be so fast, you get a complete breakaway from the pack and then rejoin the pack. Never happened in an oval. In an oval. Well, no, they're always lapping people. I mean, but the lead car so far ahead that it managed to come back up and join the lead pack again. Well, you can get up to, you can lap 30 of the field and end up with only 10 on the same lap. They, they, have, they have been quite some quite a long way away, but there's almost yeah. always cautions towards the end of races, yeah, people absolutely. hitting each other. So it's show business. Yeah, it is show Cautions and yellows breed yellows. And the absolutely. Melon Man, I mean, if the Melon Man wins next Sunday, it will be the most epic tale ever. <laughs> I mean, he told a story, you know, I think about three years ago, he'd lost his ride in Xfinity. And he went back to the days when he was, he ran on one set of tyres for the whole season and he, you know, their their ambition in their little team was to, to be only one lap down at the finish. If that was if they did that, that was a good weekend's racing for them, you know. And then he just got this drive with I don't know what team gave him the chance. And um he's, I mean I think he's he's not loved by all because I think he's he's fairly wild. As I said, he's put Hamlin out twice this year already. And he put um who did put the six goals to start stories um without the name written in front of me. Um you all know the six, obviously. Yeah. The I'd former say, yeah. two. The former two. Don't ask me. Uh, we put him out wide and he didn't care that happened. So it does happen. So do have a go at watch the finals at Phoenix. 
Okay, there will be fireworks. So, and that's next week when we, we will crown the champion of 2022. Yeah. There's also a couple of other champions to be crowned next week. We've got um, MotoGP from Valencia as well. So uh, Yeah, two champions there because we've got... And that's a rubbish circuit in Valencia. It's such a shame that motorbikes end up at Valencia. Which I never liked the look of it. I saw a DTM race out there and there were more off tracks than they were on tracks because they have no track limits in DTMs. Or was it a GT? I don't know what it was, but it was terrible. So unfortunately, yes, the um, the Moto three champions already been crowned. The Spain Spaniard Aizan Guevara, but we still got the Moto two to be decided. Augusto Fernandez, the Spanish guy, is nine and a half points ahead of I Ogura after Ogura did that clumsy crash out on Malaysia and dropped his championship lead. And for Moto GP, it looks like Francesco Bagnaia will win. Uh, he's twenty three points ahead of the French champion Fabio Quattararo, uh, but it'll still always be entertaining. Moto is always entertaining. So two really entertaining, not much on, but the two that are on promise entertainment galore. Uh, entertainment as well. Have you seen my Instagram? Because I did a happy birthday post for you and you've had lots of people say happy birthday, Tiff, wishing you um, many happy returns. Lots listen to our podcast. Yes. And thank you very much for your kind tweets and Instagrams and, and comments. Yeah. No Formula One next week, of course. Uh, Brazil in a couple of weeks time. Then the finale at um, uh, Abu Dhabi. So, yeah, looking uh, forward to Brazil, fabulous track. Love watching Grand Prix cars around there. Not really looking forward to Abu Dhabi. Rather forget Abu Dhabi completely. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what, maybe they, maybe they do a tribute to Lewis. <laughs> I was robbed, Governor. I was robbed. Please. I don't know what will happen now. I don't know what's going to happen. Are they still boycotting Ted Kravitz and never speak to him ever again? I don't know. I think it will be for the end of the season. Be a bit like for those uh, football fans amongst you, um, Alex Ferguson, the ex-Manchester United boss, he did, he did the same. He wouldn't speak to the BBC, but it's in the contract that somebody has to. Yeah. So he always, always sends his sidekick out. But I'm sure there must be a contract to say that somebody from Red Bull has to speak to Sky Sports. So but that'd be another fine. This time next year, it'd be Skygate instead of uh, Costcapgate. <laughs> Poor old Red Bull. They are, they are such a phenomenal thing. But it's funny, oh. one or two personalities that just wind people up. That's the Yeah, problem. just back away, boys. Let's all back away. Yeah, take happy cruise. Happy Christmas, exactly. See you, mate. Cheers, everyone. Bye.